Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Parenting Pickup, a podcast simply made to help families with trending topics and so much more. We are positive you will pick up tidbits of helpful tips, tricks, activities, and advice when listening to our podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Angie. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our second episode of Parenting Pickup. And today we are going to talk about bringing in new siblings into the family. And this is interesting because as a younger sibling, like I have no idea what it's like for an older sibling, but there is a lot and it all depends on age too. We have Amanda Mason here and she is an early childhood mental health specialist. So welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to talk about it. When I first heard about this, or like saw people writing in about this topic, um, I just remember my parents bringing up how my sister handled things. At first, she was very excited. And then once I arrived, she realized she couldn't play with me, which is kind of funny. She thought I was like a little baby doll. Mm -hmm. And then for a while, she would not like torture me, but she would like pick on me as an infant. She would pinch me just to get a reaction from my parents. But that's very (laughs) common, so... Definitely common, yes. And then in your case, you even mm-hmm. said like you're the you're the older I'm sibling, the older sibling yes. and you were excited the whole way through. I was excited the whole way through. I'm kind of an anomaly. I was excited to be a big sister. I was excited when he came home. I loved all of the duties, so I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to bringing home a new baby for age group, we want to start off with toddler. So how should parents with a toddler introduce the idea of a new baby? Yeah. So when you toddler at home and you are pregnant, um, some of the ways you can think about preparing for new baby is to just start talking about it. So talking about um, the arrival of the new sibling in a matter of fact, straightforward way. You can introduce new language such as sibling or baby or hospital, depending on what words your child may or may not have heard before. You can also use picture books to talk about babies and families. When you're out at say the supermarket or on a walk, Point out and talk about babies and or siblings you see out in your community or maybe within your extended family. Maybe they've got some cousins with siblings or other family structures that you can look at and see what siblings look like in context. Reading and talking together gives your child a chance to think about this change, ask questions, and normalize changes in their family structures. And it also gives them a chance to see how children cope with having new siblings. For example, when they see other siblings out at the playground or in daycare or at the supermarket, they can see that, hey, this is what it can look like, and they survive. Right away, I think of, like, a toddler holding or being introduced with, like, a baby toy. And, like, what would parents do if, like, all of a sudden the baby or the toddler is, like, throwing it? Like, I'm not interested. (laughs) Like, what would you do? (laughs) They may want to play with the baby, they may want to be the baby maybe themselves. So maybe playing with a baby isn't what they want, but maybe the chance to play baby. Um, So if it's, you know, if acting out baby doll play, caring for the baby, rocking, changing them isn't interesting to them, maybe they want to be the one that's being the baby. That nurturing attention can feel really soothing and calming for them, especially as they attempt to make sense of their impending life changes. Um, It's okay if they chuck the baby. They're probably not going to throw their real baby. They're not strong enough, right? Right. You hope not. Yes. Um, A couple other things you can think about doing is look through photos of your toddler's first few years with them. Talk to them about what it was like when they were a baby. Look at 
pictures together, talk about diapering, talk about how small they were and how they grew. Um, this normalizes the experience that everyone was a baby once and the baby will grow too. You can also show your child things like your growing abdomen, teach and guide them in touching your belly gently, let them cuddle on your belly or talk to their new sibling if they want, and if they're beginning to use language, you can show them maybe sing a song together or, again, introduce words and have them practice with you. Share ultrasound pictures if you have them. You can also think about if your child is going to need to move rooms, be sure to do so before the baby arrives. Involve them in the process as much as you can or as much as they want to tolerate. This will allow them time to adjust to their new space before baby comes home. Who is going to care for them while you're in the hospital? Make it visual if you can. Include pictures of who will be caring for them, photos of the hospital, etc. You can also talk about things like doctors, nurses, and remind them that when you're in the hospital, you'll be safe. People are caring for you. Also, if your toddler is near toilet training, try to complete it before the baby's arrival or just wait until a few months afterwards. Hopefully before. That'd be a lot easier, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not having diapers with a new baby is easier, but again, if they miss it or they regress a little bit, that's okay. Just wait a few months afterwards. They will pick it back up. They will not be in diapers forever. <laughs> <laughs> For some parents, it might feel like forever. Totally. Well, the same ideas we talked about with toddlers are helpful with older children with a few modifications. Depending on your child's age, you can introduce more developmentally appropriate language. This might include pregnancy. For example, if you're talking about your growing belly, you can say, I am pregnant. Can introduce the word birth, etc. Again, refer to books and look for examples in the community. This can still be helpful for older children. The more you talk about it, the less they worry and the less uncertainty they'll have. They may be able to be more helpful as you prepare the home for the new baby too. Maybe they can help you choose between two paint colors or pictures to hang on the wall. Providing children with two positive choices will provide them with a sense of agency and empowerment without overwhelming them. Keep in mind, they had no choice in getting a new sibling, so embedding choices in their day throughout the day is a way to help them begin to process the changes. Teach them that the new baby will mostly be eating, sleeping, and crying. It won't be a playmate right away. And depending on your child's age and development, you may be able to tell your child their own birth story. And although like toddler and preschool, I mean, that's a big age gap, they seem pretty similar in kind of how to introduce a new baby and get ready for the baby. Definitely, yeah. A lot of the sort of strategies and tools you can use are similar, again, just with a few modifications, maybe more advanced language or a little bit more involvement, just because an older child has more skills and more capacities to be helpful than, say, a toddler does. So now that we've talked about what the process is like before the baby comes and how to prepare, I think we should talk a little bit about what happens when the baby has arrived and when you come home and that process and what it entails. Absolutely. That's a totally separate thing. We want to think about, again, that sort of pre, getting ready for, but then once the baby's actually here, what is that like? So as with preparing for the baby, when the baby arrives, be sure to use language to contextualize what's happening. Even if you have a young toddler, you still want to explain to them things that are happening. So if they're not yet using a lot of language themselves, they will still find comfort in hearing the adults around them talk about it and normalize it. If another adult is caring for them while you're giving birth, encourage them to say this to the child and validate whatever feelings may come up. It may sound something like, you're missing your mom, She's at the hospital with your new baby. She's safe and she loves you. 
Again, we want to normalize the experience and validate the child's feelings and also reassure them everyone's safe and that mom still loves them. Include the child as much as possible. If it's, if it's okay and if it's safe, bring them to the hospital or the birth center if the protocols allow. Or send photos of you and your new baby so that the toddler can see what the process looks like even if they can't physically be there. Technology can be helpful in this way, maybe a FaceTime or a Zoom call. When you come home, consider giving your toddler a gift from the new baby. It could be something like a shirt that says Big Brother, or consider something like a new lovey, stuffy, or a baby doll. That way, while you're caring for the new baby, your toddler can play with and practice caring for whatever their gift was. Again, maybe a lovey, a stuffy, or a doll. As it's feasible, allow other adults to hold or care for your baby so you can still give your toddler plenty of cuddly snuggles. Physical affirmations such as hugs, hand-holding, back rubs, etc. can be deeply soothing to your toddler. And again, validate their feelings. Let them know you understand how hard it is to have a new baby at home. Name the feelings they might be experiencing and let them know that all their feelings are okay. Include your toddler in the daily's baby routines. Maybe this looks like being nearby while you're changing a diaper. Maybe they can help with feeding and sit nearby or gently stroke them while you rock the baby. And also, set clear limits without anger if your child acts out towards the baby. Be sure to give lots of extra cuddles, snuggles, and gentle touches. I find that super interesting because when I watch a lot of videos on TikTok or like YouTube, mm -hmm. the older sibling is usually giving the gift to the new sibling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to see that opposite, like that makes more sense that it's opposite. Like the baby would mm -hmm. be giving a gift. Yeah, I think that's such a cute idea and I never would have thought about that to do something like that. Yeah, and if that feels helpful for your toddler, if picking out something for the new baby's room feels good to them, absolutely you can go in the other way, but the new the gift for the, the, the toddler at home feels very special. Definitely makes more sense to me that way. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm assuming with this information, it kind of works similar to the prep as well, that if they're a little bit older, there's going to be some changes and some modifications with this process when they get home. Totally. Some of the same supportive strategies are going to be helpful with an older child as they were with a toddler. But again, there's some shifts and some changes. So you want to continue to talk about the changes matter-of-factly, giving your child space to think about the changes they experience. Answer questions simply and straight to the point. Show your child how important being a big sibling is. Say something like, you get the biggest smiles out of her, or look how much she loves the stuff you gave her, or she likes when you touch her head gently like that. You know just what to do. You wanna encourage them that they do know how to do this, and they're taking on this great role, and they're, they've got it. Your older child will be more capable of helping with daily routines and caring for the new baby. You can read books together, involve them in feedings as it's feasible, let them help during bath time, etc. Be sure to notice their hard work. You brought me a diaper. That was so helpful. Or you're wiping her cheeks so gently. You got this. Keep going. Consider putting pictures of each child in the other's rooms or display the older child's artwork in the baby's room. As with the toddler, the older child may quote unquote regress as a way to tell you they're having a hard time with the changes. There's no need to punish regressive behavior. Your older child is really looking for reassurance that they're still important to you and a valuable member of the family. Is there an age that you feel like this may be harder for? I don't think age um, has a harder time than the other. It's really going to depend on the specific child and, you know, what kind of 
were they ready for? What kind of preparation did they get to have? What else is going on in the world? Um, if they recently had, you know, um, a change in classroom, so they got a new teacher and the new baby came at the same time, that might be harder. Um, but it really is going to depend on the individual child and the family and other things that are going on in their little world. Mm -hmm. So definitely try to avoid big changes like moving, the potty training, anything that would really disrupt them. Yeah. Think about consistency, predictability, reliability as much as possible. Because again, new baby is a change they didn't get a say in. So as much as you can keep other things the same, the better. One thing we love to do with the podcast is hear from our listeners. And so we have three people who have reached out to us about this topic. Um, and just for future reference, if you do have questions or any topic ideas you want us to talk about, elaborate on, um, please contact us at parentingpickup at nhacademy.net. First question is from Mayana. We just brought home our son, and ever since, our two-year-old daughter has been hitting and having more tantrums. What can I do to help her? She is clearly acting out. She's definitely acting out. And so what I would think about right away, or what I would encourage you to try to think about right away, is try to access empathy for yourself and for your toddler. This is a big change for both of you. Remember, your toddler hasn't had a say in this change. Hitting and tantruming are a toddler's way of communicating with us. And this sounds like your daughter saying, help, my whole world has changed and I don't know what to do about it. Validate your toddler's feelings in the moment. Let her know that it's okay to feel whatever she might be feeling. Take a guess at what the feeling might be. Angry, sad, scared, disappointed. Label her experience. It's hard to have a new brother. Or maybe it's hard when mommy has to hold your brother. You like to be held too. You want to send the message to your daughter that you see her and that you're still her mom too. Include your toddler in the daily new baby routines as she can tolerate it or as she seems interested. Like we talked about earlier, can she feed, the, feed a baby doll while you feed your brother? Can she cuddle up next to you while you're feeding the baby? Can she help pick out your brother's clothes? Or can she gently touch his head while you're holding him? You can also look for ways to connect with your daughter and help her feel loved and special. Maybe you start a special pre-bed ritual, reading a book or singing a song, add in a special snuggle ritual, or maybe it's something at bath time, a silly game or a song that you sing that's just for the two of you. Think about ways that you can include touch, eye contact, make it playful, and give your full attention and be fully present with her. As much as possible, try to keep the big routines like meal times, bedtimes, participating in daycare, predictable and consistent while still being intentional about building in those little connecting moments into the day. She will get past it. Your whole family will get past it, but it is adjustment for all of you. So Jordan wrote in, our preschooler doesn't want to leave the baby alone. He is trying to help with changing the diaper, feeding the baby, and changing her. But once I say no, he has a tantrum. What can I do to help him? This is a tough one. On the one hand, it's your job to make sure the new baby is safe. But on the other hand, you don't want to discourage your preschooler from falling in love with his new sister. You want them to have a sibling bond. Similar to with the toddler, we want to first validate and label his experience. In this case, we also want to label his intent. We can say something like, I know you want to help, or I know you love your sister so much and you just want to be close to her. We can use a gentle, soothing tone of voice to convey that he's not in trouble because we see his positive intent. Next, think about what your preschooler can do instead. 
Saying no doesn't give him enough usable information to shift what he's doing. Another way to think about this is to remember that whatever verb or action words we use, that's what your preschooler is most likely to do more of. If you say, for example, stop touching her or leave her bottle alone, you can almost guarantee that he is going to touch her more or make a grab for her bottle. Or he may continue to tantrum because he doesn't know what else to do. Use two positive choices to reduce the likelihood of a tantrum or a power struggle. Offer two positive, offering two positive choices helps in a sort of two-pronged way. One, it provides your preschooler with a sense of empowerment because they have a say and they get a choice. Then, because they're feeling empowered, they're more likely to actually do the thing that they've chosen. So, in a nutshell, validate their feelings, label their intent, and offer two positive choices to do instead. I love that idea of the two options because I feel like even for me as an adult, sometimes I'd rather just be given two options so I can choose from them because sometimes it just feels like there's so many different things in life to have to organize. Absolutely. And especially with, again, he's still trying to adjust to having a new baby. So you're really, you're reducing the decision fatigue is what you're talking about. And we don't want to give him too many choices because if you offer him too many choices, he's going to be overwhelmed and it's just going to stimulate the tantrum more. Yeah, the validating and the labeling his intent and offering two positive choices is a way to give the child usable information about what to do instead, which is going to help them build skills over time versus an in-the-moment reward is going to help for about five minutes, and then he's probably going to have a hard time again. So our last question is from Craig. My first grader says he does not like the new baby anymore and told me to take it back. How do I break it to him that the baby stays without causing a complete meltdown? So I'm sure by now you're picking up on a theme because we're going to start talking about validation right away. Because this child's a little older, we may be tempted to lean on logic to explain something like babies can't go back or so on and so forth. That's missing the point. What your son is really saying is that he's having a hard time accepting that the change of having a new baby is permanent. Validation here might sound something like, this is hard. Everything has changed. You might validate his experiences. Maybe say something like, yeah, new babies are loud, or new babies are smelly, or they take up a lot of time, or they're messy. Um, You can notice the things that have changed, and that could be part of what he's having a hard time with. Encourage their sibling skills, or something using something like you language. Like we talked about earlier, saying things like, you know just what to do. Being a big brother is hard, but you give her such gentle kisses. That's so helpful. Remember, this might be coming from a place of a little bit of jealousy. New babies take up a lot of your time, and again, things have changed for them, especially if your child is older, has sort of gotten used to having a quiet house or having you all to themselves. Label that experience for them. Find new activities for you and your child to do together. Maybe it's playing a sport together, a board game, watching a silly video together, something that the two of you can do together. Keep in mind, older children might also feel jealous not only of how much time the baby takes up from you, but how much attention they get from other people. Think about keeping a couple little trinkets or gifts on hand for when people stop by and casually drop off special little things for the new baby. Maybe it's the next installment of a chapter book they like. Again, maybe a game that you can play as a family, a coloring book, art supplies, little things to help them continue to feel special, seen, and valuable in your family. I love that. And that's something that I now have to think about because my friends are having babies and 
they're on their second baby and the last thing I think about is their older sibling. It sounds terrible, but yeah, I should probably be bringing another gift for the firstborn and thinking about them and not just about the new addition. Yeah, the new addition is everyone has to adjust to it. So how can everyone feel special and feel like they're getting all of their needs met? It's tough. It's a hard balance. Well, thank you, Amanda, for coming. We really appreciate it. I personally found it interesting, and I hope all of you do too. I think it's something that whether you're preparing for a new sibling or you have your first one and you're just thinking about possible options in the future, I think it's really good information to know and refer back to. So we really appreciate you being here. Thanks again for having me. This is great. And again, I just want to reiterate that we do have an email you can reach out to us on. Um, it's the parenting pickup at nhacademy.net. And feel free to write any questions or any topics you would like covered for our next episode. Thanks, guys. <laughs>